Hello. Hello. You're listening to Track by Track with me, Dan. And me, Will. This is the podcast where we take a great pop music album and break it down track by track. It's a nervous podcast by two nervous podcasters. And on the turntable this week, we've got Confident Music for Confident People by Confidence Man. And Dan, mm. I must confess. Yes. I've been sleeping with your ex, da, 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 da. I must confess. This is getting more and more like a soap opera, this podcast. <laughs> of course not. No. That's a line from one of the one of the songs today. And we've gone from last week's Alanis Fest uh, right bang up to date with some cutting edge electro uh, dance, indie dance pop sounds. We have, and I think we've both been extremely excited to talk about this album and it's a strange one because again with last week there was so much history to talk about there was so many sort of things that came from that album and influenced so many people etc 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 this is so fresh and the band are still very new as well so you know this one is going to be this episode is going to be one of those where we are describing sounds uh, our favourite space to be in, isn't it? Absolutely. So, <laughs> We're home. Get your pen and paper ready. Uh, Dan, also, how are you this week? Because uh, mid-April, Easter's well out of the way now, uh, and we're back out into the wild. Yes, well, I'm thrilled. We can now, all being well, as long as the rules haven't changed, meet outside in a group of six. Picnics are back on the menu. Uh, and if we're lucky, a couple of tinnies as well. Well, I think you can get a takeaway from a pub. Oh, or you can sit on the beer garden. Mm. Yes, you can do that from now, from yesterday, probably, hopefully. I've been so fortunate with the weather so far this month that uh, hopefully it's going to continue. Yes. <laughs> also, Dan, someone's got a special day coming up this week. Oh, really? Yeah. The big day. <laughs> the big day, uh, my second birthday under some form of restriction. Not, I'm not, I'm not being banned from anything. Or I'm not under house arrest. I'm not tagged or anything. Just uh, last April on my birthday, uh, we couldn't go anywhere. This year, things are a little bit more relaxed, but still, uh, uh, still, we can't have a piss up in a brewery, Dan. Oh, we couldn't organise it between us anyway, could we? And we have tried for several times. But of course, we'll going back to your birthday. Of course, last year, as we talked about quite a lot last year, it was your big four zero. There were big plans. Sadly put aside, this year, as you've just said, things can happen, but not to the extent as we'd want. Are you planning on a big bash next year with all your friends, you know, to, to take the place of the 40th that couldn't happen? Well, I don't want to wait till next year. I'd love to do something earlier, but... Last year? I don't think that's possible. I wouldn't want to wait till next year. But you can't have it last year. You do know I don't, want it, I don't travels, want it last year. Time travel's not... Invented. Oh, you say one thing wrong and then you just hang me out to dry, honestly. So, we're going to be talking about Confidence Man today, who are from Australia, Brisbane, from Brizzy, uh, to be precise, and they were formed in 2016. Uh, Dan, do you know the members of Confidence Man? Well, not do you know them, do you know who they are? I have, I remember some very fun names, but I'd like to hear you uh, getting them all present and correct. Uh, you've got Janet Planet, Sugar Bones, Clarence McGuffey, and Reggie Goodchild. And they are all their actual given names, aren't they? Are they? No, of course not. 
So they are uh, four people, but there's only two of them that are physically visible because the other two are cloaked and masked who do a lot of the instruments and the programming. Uh, and uh, you've got Janet and Sugar who do the singing and the performance elements. Uh, and we'll come on to that in more detail later because there's definitely some album artwork uh, to be discussed. Absolutely. But I don't know when you're going to do it track-wise. Well, well, no, no, no. Not, 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 I don't mean that because there's definitely <laughs> some, some goof in this album. I just mean because it's a good cover uh, and there's stuff to talk about there. Well, there's lots of guff. It's Clarence McGuff, isn't it? Or McGuffy. Uh, so Confidence Man first started uh, just messing around uh, and now they are recording music and now they're doing it uh, professionally and with success, I have to say. we would They wouldn't be on track by track if they weren't. No, as much as we like to champion new music, particularly on our new music drop available on the last Saturday of every month, uh, they're here this week because... Well, first of all, Will, let me say they're here because it's three years this week since this album was released but also because it is a fantastic album also because it was a very well received album which i'm sure you'll get to talk about later um and yeah i just think that they're a band that you know as we said before so early in their career we're so excited to see what comes next as well well and we've already started to get a bit of a taste of that with some other work uh, which came at the end of last year and at christmas uh, but I'm sure there's more to come as well. It's, it's actually three years to the day that this album was released. Oh, happy anniversary, guys. Dan, shall we get stuck in? Let's get stuck in. So side one, track one, try your look. I must confess. I've been sleeping with your ex because I heard he was the best. I must confess. I never would have guessed he would get so obsessed I'm not surprised I'm popular with all the guys Oh how they try I have to walk around town in a disguise Try your look with me So try your look there opening the album I love and I know you do too Will That spoken word intro We mentioned it earlier but it's just such a fun way to lead you in to this album and that kind of cheeky quirky vocal then combined with this build of beats and synths i think first time i heard this album i was just hooked within 30 seconds i was hooked and i knew i loved it and i knew i loved what was going to happen throughout this album i adore this track and that spoken word intro I think, I don't care if it's a cliche, but it just sets their stall out brilliantly for this album, which is a, almost a psychedelic electro pop ride with its tongue firmly, not only in its cheek, but down your throat as well. Because I think it's a bit cheeky like that. But this is the, this is the perfect slice to start off with. And that, the second... Uh, the vocal kicked in with that I must confess and that really perky beat came in. We both jumped up and started uh, waggling our fingers at each other (laughs) and just really, really sassing it up. Uh, What a great start to this album. It so is. And I'm glad you mentioned about the kind of psych influence as well, Will, because it is worth noting that the four members of this band previously had been in bands with other people, but also some of them had been in bands together. And most of the music they made 
uh, before Confidence Band was very psych, very kind of rock, very guitar driven. Um, but they lived together. So that's how they came together to create Confidence Man. As you said before, started as a bit of a joke, something to do. And now it is, of course, their most prominent project. Um, but also I think what's really interesting is that um, they're now creating this kind of huge dance music uh, with not... I mean, I can't hear any guitar through this album, I don't think. And it's so interesting. Now, of course, Will, Good. You, you are our number one guitar fan and expert. You've just... That has just happened over the last few weeks. So you might be disappointed, Will. But I don't think you will be. It just somehow, it's so crazy. It shouldn't work, but it's just brilliant. And I love how almost shameless uh, Janet is in in kind of uh, un, unembarrassed to kind of uh, confess mm. what she does. Dan, question for you. Mm-hmm. Have you ever slept with uh, your best friend's ex? I can honestly say... No. I had to think about it, but no. Have you, Will? Uh, Many times. (laughs) Many times with many exes. Yeah, well, yeah, I think that's why I enjoy the song so much because it's relatable. Yes. Oh, this. Yeah, when they make the story of your life, they'll probably call it "Try Your Luck" after this song. But there's so many hooks in this song. The and am I, I going to try and sing it? But the ah throughout uh, the the uh, falsetto of "Try Your Luck" repeated through the chorus. It's just so many hook after hook after hook. But I love when the middle eight section comes in because it kind of shows that. While they do make this big, massive, bonkers, in-your-face dance music, it's really well-crafted. And the middle eight kind of just takes it back a little level before shoving it back in your face again. Oh, sort of recoiled when you said that with such aggression then. <laughs> <laughs> it's it's really hard to place kind of so probably so many influences in this from like disco, dance, uh, indie, uh, electronic, pop... Uh, I wonder, uh, I can only wait to hear what you, the comparisons you draw as we go through this episode, because I'm sure you've got some up your sleeve. I honestly have. And also, I've peppered them throughout my notes, because I didn't want to put them all in one uh, one place. No, you don't want to shoot your load on the first track, Dan. Story of my life. <laughs> so, let's move on to track two now. Oh, what a fun episode this is going to be. Oh, you've ruined it now. You've really jinxed it. Really light-hearted for a change. <laughs> it's, got, it's gone very serious lately, hasn't it? Track two now. Uh, don't You Know I'm In A Band. Don't you know I'm in a band. in a band there Dan and probably time to dive into some uh, strange sound describing Hmm. so I'm going to kick off with what sounded like a reverse siren in that track that's very good actually well very concise very you know I can hear a reverse siren we've got better well you like things in reverse don't you (laughs) just my cowgirls 
Uh, and some uh, waggly, wavy sounds in there as well. Definitely. And talking of cowgirls, actually, I heard some cowbells, some double claps, and I thought there's some wonderful squelches in there. <laughs> uh, Dan, I, we, I should have had a standing up uh, workstation for recording because, again, I was bobbing around to that track. Just so much fun. Uh, and you actually... D- uh, when we used to be able to go out, you didn't go up to people and say, uh, don't you know I'm in a band? You used to go up to people and say, don't you know I do a podcast? I, don't you know I do a very popular and professional podcast? But I also oh, do well, let's listen to that. track by track. <laughs> <laughs> um, and obviously, since the pandemic, everyone does a podcast now. So it would just be absolutely worthless. Yes, absolutely. But I hope one day we can say, do you know who I am? And I love the, the call and response in this as well. And I can imagine when they do this live and you get to that, don't you know me in a band? There'll be more hands up in the air. Yeah. You know, punching up. There'll be more hands up than a, at a teenage phone party. <laughs> <laughs> now, you said before about other people I'm going to list out as uh, to compare them to or to say they might be influenced by. Here we go. For me, I was getting a lot of LCD sound system from the music in this one. But vocally, vocally, quite a few of the uh, reviews were saying were likening this one, particularly the vocal, to Right Said Fred. Oh, really? The kind of Richard Fairbrass mm. vocal. The very deep, almost sounds a little bit like when, when they do Crime Watch and they change their voice for it. Like they did mm. for you when you appeared on Crime Watch after um, what, he was walking down the street and a man ran over and snatch your coin purse or something like that was it well that's one one thing one way to call it refer to it um, <laughs> <laughs> um but speaking of right said fred i heard a right said fred song i hadn't heard in donkey's years and i was like this is incredible and it was don't talk just kiss featuring jocelyn brown it's the one and only reason it's fun 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 i said well baby it's well, only just begun so Jocelyn Brown. Jocelyn Brown, uh, dance, soul, singing sensation, disco diva with a huge pair of lungs and a massive personality, a bit like Richard Fairbrass, actually. <laughs> um, <laughs> but they they did a brilliant line in very fun dance pop songs as well, for the most part. Uh, I don't think they'll be troubling track by track anytime soon, but definitely worth a listen if ever you need a lifting of the spirits. Uh, pick me up. I had uh, another comparison, actually, uh, a couple. Uh, so first of all, uh, the Ting Tings. Yes. Uh, and second of all, uh, Sophie Tucker. Who's Sophie Tucker? You know, um, we are my best friend and we have got some shit to shoot. <laughs> Why don't we be at the bar? What? No. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. Sophie. Tucker. Yeah. Who we should do, actually, because their album is great. Sophie Tucker is a band. 
Yes. Goodness me. Got a lot to learn. Open your mind. You don't listen to music. Sorry. Not really. Yeah. This is Having to listen to this album was a chore. No, it wasn't. It was an absolute joy and a pleasure. Also, Will, this feels like your line, but I'm going to say it anyway because I feel like we might gloss over it. This was a single. Was it? Yes, it was. <laughs> From 2018. So, should we move on? Let's move on down to track number three now. And this is... Oh, it's one of my favourites. Boyfriend. Every day's the same. Boyfriends, brackets repeat there. One of my favourite things in this track is you've got Janet talking, singing about her boyfriend, and then you've got Sugar, who is then kind of doing the boyfriend lines, like good morning sunshine and kind of talking too much as well. Mm. Does it ring a bell, talking too much? Well, not for me to comment, but Dan, I was going to ask you, does your boyfriend talk too much? Oh, definitely not. Just the right amount. He is, listens. He li- is he a listener? He listens, yeah. <laughs> he's always he's always listening. He's actually sat next to me right now. Hello! Uh, now, this was the first track I heard by Confidence Man. And I was hooked because it was so quirky uh, and so offbeat, but with a great uh, dance beat going through it. But also, uh, again, a sort of psychedelic uh, shimmery waggle oh. uh, in this one as well. Shimmery waggle sounds like you're at prom night. Well, no, I was going to say Shimmery Waggle. That was what got you on Crime Watch, wasn't it? Your Shimmery Waggle. <laughs> I like bejazzled. You went out only dressed from the waist up. Is there another way? Uh, and this was their first single released way back in 2016 initially. And this is what got them signed to Heavenly Records. Uh, of course, home to Working Men's Club, who we've talked about many times on the podcast over the last year, but also Temples and other icons and then it was their debut uk release through heavenly records in march 2017 probably will when you heard it uh, also heavenly records uh saint etienne i always associate uh and i can't believe you didn't mention them dan because while the track was playing you mentioned something about heavenly records i thought i'd let you say that one uh and i'm not angry but i think sarah cracknell's furious she'll probably be uh, writing another letter of complaint <laughs> after our Christmas episode. She was not happy about that, was she? This song, uh, part of the basis, part of the uh, inspiration for this song was the Bridget Bardot song, Contact, which is effectively just Bridget Bardot repeating the word contact, uh, which is where the repeat line in this comes from. Uh, but for me, the kind of the inspiration I heard in this one, the likeness I'm going to put in there, is a little bit of delight. Oh. You're not agreeing or disagreeing, and that's okay. <laughs> No, no, because it just really made me think. And if that podcast, if this podcast does nothing else, then good. It makes you think. Talking about the writing process, Janet Planet said in an interview that it's basically just them getting drunk and doing stupid shit. Sound familiar? We could write songs then. (laughs) I I really think we could. Let's move on to track number four now. Uh, and it's cool party, C O O L party. But that's just what I hear. He must feel right. He's at the party of the year. 
cool party girl in a cool party world i aspire to be one day but no not really more of a, a book club gal what's a buck club <laughs> a book book club oh i thought it was like strippers or something <laughs> not a butt plug either so this track has got one of my favorite things in a song is a uh, fake answerphone message or telephone conversation happening yeah dan can you think of any other notable ones that spring to mind I've had deja vu because we have absolutely had this before because the one I said was on a Robbie Williams album track where he was with Nicole from All Saints at the time and she did a, an answer phone message. And then you one-upped me with an even better one and you're going to do it again because I can't think of any more. Well, I was just thinking about um, uh, Susan Sisters, Let's Have a Kiki. Yes, of course. Uh, but also there is the Trouser Enthusiast remix of a Danny Minogue song where it starts with Danny's antiphone message saying, hey, Ian, it's Danny. Uh, give us a call. Can't wait to hear the, your mix of the song. Oh. Uh, but I can't for the life of me remember which one it's from and I can't find it and no one has told me. Listeners, if you know it, shout at Will through Twitter and say, obviously, it's this song. Uh, or I- just Ian, Ian. Ian Lovey, if you're listening. Ian, please tell us. Or oh, Danny, actually, you know, we're, we're celebrity friends yeah. <laughs> with everyone these days, aren't we? Don't you know we host a podcast? I'm glad you said Scissor Sisters, Will, because they're not on my list of influencers, but I think their style is all over this. And it's kind of, it's delivered in a slightly different way. But when Scissor Sisters do go kind of full on dance, like with Let's Have a Kiki and things like that, you can really tell... Uh, they played a part in shaping this sound, I think. And Dan, you were talking about the fact there weren't any guitars around. Mm. There's definitely a bass guitar in this song. You do love to prove me wrong, don't you? Uh, Will? Yes? What's the coolest party you've ever been to? Uh, your uh, Christmas party two years ago. Oh, I'm so glad you said that. That's lovely. Because your uh, big French window uh, was broken and it was extremely cold, even though you had the heating on full blast. So it was, it almost became like a snowscape, snow scene sort of thing. Not through decoration, just through the sheer temperature drop. On this song, let's go back to Cool Party and not that party. But back to Cool Party, lyrically. Lyrically. I just think this is genius. It is effectively just Janet talking through the party of the year and various other parties she says i've been to costume parties no costume parties day parties full moon parties i even went to a party where a guy shoved a light bulb up his ass that party where that happened was my grandparents golden anniversary do yes that was the entertainment that was booked wasn't it there was a mix of it wasn't meant to be him but uh... it was meant to be balloon animals wasn't it yes (laughs) (laughs) but i have to say very professional a very sterling job, actually. Is that true? Well, well, is anything on this podcast true? Well, but I, I just, I, I'm not, I thought it was serious because I just wouldn't put it past your lot, actually. They do uh, go a bit crazy after a few bevies. They do. And they do like a lot of bevies a lot of the time. So a lovely lot, though. They mean well. Well, I can see where you get it from because it's only, what, 10 past 10 in the morning and you've already got a gin and tonic on the go. 
Well, it's past 5 p.m. somewhere. Uh, also, well, perhaps the most surprising thing about this song, even more than a light bulb up an arsehole, is that it's got a key change. Lovely. Uh, and we do, you can scratch key change off your track by track bingo card. <laughs> track five now, this is Out the Window. When that song was playing, you said you already know what I'm going to say about it. So I'm not going to say anything until I've heard what your predictions are. Uh, so there are some real Manchester influences <laughs> in that track. And actually, Dan, you're so right, if that's what you were going to say, because I just couldn't. It's got that swagger. It's got that beat. It's got that attitude of uh, just, you know, Happy Mondays, uh, you know, that real... Uh, you could imagine this going down a storm at the Hacienda. Yeah, absolutely. I didn't write Manchester purely because you've picked up on it so many times now and trying not to say that word. Um, but it's difficult not to on this song because it is so Manchestery. And actually, the band that I heard the most in this was Primal Scream. Mm. Oh, what's the song? Um, Come Together, Get Together, Come Together. together. Come Together, yeah. yeah. Almost, almost feels like, and with no uh, disrespect to, the, to to Confidence Man, almost feels like a bit of a not a reworking, but a sort of a nod, a big nod to that. And also, I think for me, first of all, this is one of my favourite tracks on the album. Yeah, just want to say that because it's so cool and it's almost like a really effortlessly cool dance track, not as quirky or as. Uh, immediately hooky as the first four tracks on the album uh but the chorus is incredibly addictive and catchy as well uh so it it does build and grow as the track goes on but i think it's the beat that's the most infectious in this yeah really and it's just really good dance music actually it is uh, yeah this is one of my favorites as well it feels like a big change of sound from the first four tracks but still very much doing what they do really well. Uh, as well as Primal Scream, I really felt a Fatboy Slim influence on this one from the piano, from the choir, from the percussion. Very praise you, I thought. Mm, another great comparison, Dan. We're really racking them up today, aren't we? <laughs> yeah, in fact, if you have got a separate bingo card of bands I'm going to like and Confidence Man 2, you can tick off uh, Fatboy Slim alongside Primal Scream, Right Said Fred, and... Uh, Whoever else I said. LCD sound system. And there are plenty more to come as well. Uh, I can't wait to see how you get Duran Duran into this episode, but I'm sure you're going to do it. It's always a way. Uh, Track number six now. And this is uh, a response to the classic uh, Destiny's Child track. Catch my breath.
So that was Catch My Breath, which has an amazing last minute when all the sounds culminate and build. Uh, wonderful, orally uh, ecstatic. Yeah, definitely. After the last track kind of changed the sound a little bit, this is back to uh, a massive party song, a dance anthem. And, you know, we've spoken before, just thinking about how, how this band came together, how they're kind of, what they're doing is just a lot of fun and a lot of experimentation. We've talked about it before, but how fun would it be for us to just get together and take influence from all the bands we've talked about over the nearly three years now on Track by Track and just try and bash something out together and see what happens. Oh, that's lovely. Oh, yeah, let's, let's make it happen. When do you want to do it? Next week. Perfect. Good. We'll be the new KLF. Uh, except I am not burning a million pounds. I don't care how much you want to, Dan. Uh, and it's illegal to burn something with the Queen's face on it. So for that reason, I'm out. Did you know a postage stamp is legal tender? You could present it to a bus driver and he'd have to accept it. Yes, because we talk about that on one of the episodes I edited recently. <laughs> <laughs> I've also recently rewatched The Office for the umpteenth time as oh. well. Hence why that's high in my mind. Well, I can't believe we've gotten this far into the episode without talking about uh, confidence. <laughs> Who are we talking about today? Without talking about Confidence Man live. Have you been lucky enough to see them live yet? No, I haven't. Have you? I have. I don't like to brag, but I did see them a few weeks, I think, after this album came out. I saw them at All Points East. And it was just, as you can imagine from the sound of the album, it was such a fun set. And what was great about it was the band on stage looked like they were having as much fun. I wouldn't say more fun than the crowd, because that's not a good thing, but as much fun as the crowd. And they choreograph some routines as well, which is wonderful. And they choreograph them all themselves so no sort of uh louis spence or bruno tonioli in sight they're doing all their own choreography um but it's so much fun they are hopefully touring the uk later this year uh, and i think we'll be there won't we uh, absolutely with knobs on <laughs> you but of course you get the feeling that they're making this music because they it's they they're having fun and they're enjoying doing it then no one's uh, forcing an arm behind their back or whatever the phrase is. Yeah. Track seven. Will, actually, will you do the honours and introduce this one, please? Oh, I'd love to. So track number seven now, and this is Bubblegum. I wish I had someone to string along. I wish I had someone to rub my body on. I wish I had somewhere to dance all night long. I wish I had someone to It was only fitting that a track called Bubblegum was light, bouncy, fun. I love the difference in sort of dance music approaches through this album, where you go from like a very fun bubblegum pop sound to a more serious, sophisticated dance sound to some more psychedelic, quirky sounds. Great mix, great blend. Yeah, definitely. And this one, again, just to throw a comparison in there, it's one I've already said. I heard a lot of Fatboy Slim in this, but actually not the praise you kind of thing just uh i would actually say a fat boy slim album track something from you've come a long way baby and i think it's the kind of the heavy bass 
and the vintage synth sounds that really do that. Uh, and a very superficial question, Dan, but what is your favourite type of bubble gum? It has to be the bright green Hubba Bubba. Hubba Bubba. Same for you? It's probably uh, Hubba Bubba. I like the one. It's like a milkshakey taste. Oh, God, that sounds disgusting. And I hope you dispose of your uh, used gum in an environmentally responsible manner. Always. Underneath a bench. <laughs> I Do you remember, though, back in the day when bubblegum was huge, the big bubblegum phase of the 90s, probably, you could get it like on a roll, like a tape measure. You could get it in a spray. I think like when, when Woolworths was all the rage and they had that massive pick and mix, they also had just all these different kinds of bubblegum. Mm. Maybe that's what influenced this song, even though... They've probably not got the faintest clue what Woolies is. Uh, well, no, because they've got Woolworths in Australia. It's a company. It's a retail. It's a retailer. They do, don't they? Yeah. So, yes, that's that's what I like to think inspired this song. This song was nominated for an award for uh, the Airs, which are sort of the Australian Brits, for the best independence dance slash electronic club song, but lost out to Pnau. Now, Pinau, Pinau. Pinau. We've already talked about them on the podcast, haven't we? Yeah, but I still don't know how to say their name. <laughs> Doesn't, yeah, it's not a given for knowing how to say it. <laughs> and also, in one ear and out the other with me, isn't it? Track number eight now. And Dan, you better sit down, boy. So that was Better Sit Down Boy. Uh, again, a absolutely banging chorus. When it feels like everything, they're just throwing everything in in the kitchen sink out the window. Yeah. And the baby out with the bathwater. All of it. Or the baby in the kitchen sink. And of course, Dan, you did once throw a baby out with the bathwater. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not sure about that, but we did used to bath the babies in the kitchen sink. I don't know if that was a thing in all houses or it's just because my family is a bit royal family, like the sitcom, not the uh, regal ones. But I'm sure that sometimes they'd fill the kitchen sink up and put a bit of fairy liquid in there and, and a baby would get a bath. But yes, this song is so chaotic. I feel like there's a chaotic energy that they do so well and that comes across so well. And that again, live will be so good. And that chaos hasn't been there so much in the last few songs which is no bad thing because you need a bit of a breather and a bit of variety. But here it's chaos and it's just full of sound and full of bass and full of these synth effects. Uh, and it's welcomed back, actually, Will. It is welcomed back. Uh, but I just think it's just absolutely bonkers. I love how non-seriously this album takes itself. And I, compared to some of the weeks on Track by Track, it's a, wel- it's a breath of fresh air. And we do take ourselves quite seriously sometimes, don't we? Well, you do. You you can't take a joke uh, aimed at at you. I have to to message you some feedback after every episode. Like long text I just replied to with a thumbs up emoji. And also, Will, worth mentioning, this was a single. This was a third single released from the album. Dan, I just had a thought. Who's producing all of this music? You've normally told us by now. I have. Will, it's the band. It's Confidence Man. It's a Confidence Man production by Confident men and women for confident people it's all about the confidence it's a, conf- uh, uh, it's a confident production by confident people 
Let's move on now to track number nine, and this is Sailboat Vacation. is sailboat vacation pretty much an instrumental that one isn't it you've got some wonderful la 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 i'd actually say more la's than we are currently seeing on twitter post it's a sin um but some wonderful la's and some wonderful piano and i'm not going to say what it sounds like where it's influenced by but some wonderful piano in that one. Uh, wonderful piano. Also, brilliant moody synth running through that as well. Like sailing through still waters. Or oh. Also, can I just loop back to say, you know, uh, Philip Normal has raised hun- hundreds of thousands of pounds for charity by selling those T-shirts. Fan- absolutely fantastic. I think it's for Terence Higgins Trust. Yes. Yeah. That, so yeah. brilliant. Wonderful to see. Uh, Dan, I hate to say it, but what a great time to talk about fantastic album artwork. Not because I dislike this track, just because it feels like an interlude and an opportunity to talk about the album artwork. Uh, And it's as fun uh, and as interesting as you could imagine for an album like this. Basically, you've got Janet and uh, Sugar, and they're sat on Clarence and Reggie, but you wouldn't know it because they're covered up as they do. Uh, They are uh, forming the shape and the posture of a chair for them both to sit on. But I think uh, they're, uh, they are looking very confident as well, uh, how they're sat in those chairs. But I think it's a very fun image for a fun album. But no text. No, none needed, because it speaks for itself. Font watch is redundant. Uh, j- just for the week. Just for the week. Well, actually, looking ahead, knowing what I know, I don't know if there's any font on... No, there is font on next week's. Whoo! Yeah, I get, I, I think you. it was going to be a difficult choice where to talk about the album artwork this week. And probably the instrumental, maybe the best place. But I love the sound of this song. And it did make me think about uh, how Confidence Man, they've described themselves as a portable party that's leveled dance floors and flattened festival crowds. And I mentioned before about seeing them at All Points East, but they were on the lineup that was uh, revealed for Glastonbury last year, which of course was revealed and then cancelled just a few weeks later. And how wonderful will it be for you and I to be at Glastonbury in the afternoon, the sun is shining, a few pints of cider down, and this music. I'd love to hear this song there. This music is blasting out. What a time to be alive. It'd be sick. Oh, brilliant. Imagine. And it's going to happen very soon. Just not this year. But for now, uh, we can console ourselves with track number 10 now. This is All The Way. there 
Uh, we've got some space age zapping and also a high pitched piercing squeak in there as well. Yep. And also I put in there some icy layered synths, which appear during the middle eight and just take the song to a different level. Also, uh, this is very much an ode to uh, a couple who like to go all the way with each other and with other people. And that's fine. Dan, question for you. No, I'm joking. I'm joking. <laughs> uh, this is the penultimate track on the album, uh, but no sign of it petering out at all. Particularly, again, I love the oh, all the way in the chorus. It's got a great bounce to it. I almost feel like this song is a little bit um, of a, re a reprise from the tracks we've heard before. It feels like they're taking influence uh, from themselves almost to kind of sum up the album before the big uh, final track. Uh, and also, well, if it's okay with you, I'd like to throw in a few other influences that I've not had time to mention yet or people who I suspect are influences. Go on then, Flower. Uh, Hot Chip. Mm-hmm. Basement Jacks. Jaguar Mar. I'll leave it at those three. But what I would say is, if you are listening to this album for the first time with us today, if, just if these 30-second clips of tracks are the first time you're hearing them and you like everything we've talked about, those three and LCD Sound System and everything else, you are in for such a treat with this album. And I'm almost quite jealous of anyone who's going to listen to this album in full for the first time after this episode, because what an experience that's going to be. And it doesn't let up with the last track now. Track number 11... And it's not a cover of the Alphabet classic. Uh, this is... Uh, sorry, Dan. Uh, this is Fascination. <laughs> Fascination. Fascination. I stick it in. I pull it out. I'll stick it back in and wiggle it round in a little circle. I don't get older. I so that was Fascination, <laughs> which is the last track on the album. And I, I think this is a almost like a best of the album track, where it kind of pulls in all the various threads. So you've got quite a quirky, uh, offbeat sound to it. You've got a very striking chorus memorable you've also got some of those uh kind of like eight, uh, 90s pianos that that come in towards the end and a really lovely long outro um and i always love it when the last track on the album is an extended track that that does sort of come to a head like this yeah I, yeah i really like an extended outro as well um and i think it's really interesting that that's kind of what that's how i felt the track before this was kind of like taking all their own influences but in a way they both do it because uh, for me, this one kind of lent a little bit more towards the Primal Screen, Fatboy Slim, that kind of sound. But it's not as uh, not as heavily influenced by those, I'd say, as some of the previous tracks. It has got more of the dance thing in there. Um, but yeah, it's a great... It's, it's as solid an album closer as anything else we've ever talked about. And for such a new band on their debut album, you know, that's such a good place to be. Uh, the album itself uh, was received incredibly well. I have to say the reviews are excellent with the likes of Enemy and The Guardian both giving it four out of five stars. And they all love that very quirky, fun, uh, electro dance pop 
uh, vibe. But a lot of the reviews I've read also appreciated some of the influences and some of the other sounds, how it's just not all as it seems on the surface as well. There's a bit of depth to it as well. Agreed. So further listening, Dan, what are we doing? Uh, we are going to focus on the remixes of Confidence Man from this album or maybe from some of the other tracks that have been released uh, ahead of album number two. Will, I would love it if you went first. Dan, I'm so glad you said that because I have chosen a remix of First Class Bitch, which was the uh, new single which came out in August of last year. And they have a great remix from their label mates and a a band we're big fans of, Working Men's Club. This is the Working Men's Club remix of First Class Bitch. was the working men's club remix of first class bitch i think what sells it for me is working men's club have bought their industrial style dance beats and not tried to overly rework the track but just may just giving it a bit more beef and a bit more dance muscle to it what did you think of it dan well just industrial dance beats nothing else well i suppose a little bit futuristic as well um i loved it i think we talked about the original version of the song on the new music drop last year and we were not disappointed with what they had to offer but yeah i think this is a great version of it again working men's club just a sound that we love and very excited to see them live this year as well hopefully in i think it's september with uh new order and hot chip so yeah very excited i kind of i suppose they're at the same place as Commodus man a little bit aren't they with one album in and we're just massive fans of their sound Mm-hmm. Um, but also worth noting that there was a great uh, Groove Armada mix of this song as well, wasn't there? Yeah, so a high calibre of remix on this, which shows the the fans and the attention they're getting from their 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 colleagues, their peers. Mm. Dan, what have you gone for? So I've gone back to one of the early singles. This is Bubblegum, and it's the Andrew Weatherall mix. <laughs> there andrew weatherall of course sadly passed away just over a year ago but during his career he worked with some of our all-time favorites uh, including remixing world in motion by new order uh, he also did the mix of two halves version of saint etienne's only love can break your heart and we mentioned primal scream earlier i only just found out while looking into this uh, remix and andrew's work that uh, primal screams loaded was in fact uh, andrew remixing an earlier Primal Scream track called I'm Losing More Than I'll Ever Than I've Ever Had. And of course he produced the entire Scream Delica album, which I think is on the long list. It should be on the long list. But this song I think he just does a great version of kind of stripping back the song a little bit and then just throwing in those splashes 
of sort of um, acid and house music in there. I also just want to point out, I think it's wonderful that Confidence Man got to do something with him before he passed away because it sounds like he was, uh, you know, he would have been an influence on their sound. Will, what did you think? Yeah, it's a great remix, isn't it? It's like eight minutes long, uh, but... I just love the kind of additional layers uh, of like beeps and, and twiddles and things that are put in there, as well as the beat running through it. Very good work. We're, We're out, out of, of time. time. That's it for Confidence Man. What a fun chat for yes. a change. For a change. That was lovely. More of this, please. <laughs> uh, sadly, they've only got the one album out for now, but I'm looking forward to hearing album two and... Well, who knows? Maybe it'll be one of our albums of 2021. Let's hope so. Let us know, please. What do you think of Confidence Man and Music for Confident People? If this is your first time hearing them and you're now going to go and listen to the whole album, great. Tell us about it. If you've loved them forever and a day, do let us know as well your thoughts at Track by Track UK. And if you enjoyed this episode, please do head over to Apple Podcasts to give us a rating and a review and make sure you're subscribed. Dan, can you give us a hint of a tease as to what's coming up next on Track by Track? So next week, we are celebrating the fifth anniversary of the sixth solo album by an, uh, an American absolute icon and legend. I can't believe it's the first time we're talking about her. Prior to her six solo albums, she was in one of the biggest girl groups ever. Do, uh, do join us for that uh, in a week's time uh, or whenever you're listening. Uh, but that's it. So until next time, I've been Janet Planet. And I've been Sugarbones. Goodbye. Goodbye. Uh, but I was actually taken to court by the Butlers and the Buff Company because they all got hypothermia.